0: Yeah, let's have the testimonies and give glory to God. Who would like to go first?
1: Can you come closer?
2: Brother, today morning... Praise the Lord. Praise be Jesus Christ. Today morning, the Lord woke me up at 4.10 and I did not wake up. I got up late and I was apologizing to the Holy Spirit, Lord. And then so beautifully, the Lord said that... I have loved you with an everlasting love. So thank you Jesus for that comforting word. Then today also I refused to give food to somebody who had asked me the, the bin pickup, those who come to clear the bins. He had told me, ma'am up le melelunga and then uh, for, for some days I was giving him. Today I said it should not become a habit. And I did not give him so, and the Lord told me I am hungry. So I am very sorry, Lord, for for looking into the natural and not not believing that whatever I do, it's all unto you. So I'm sorry for that, Lord. And then I also heard tuberculosis healed. Thank you, Jesus. Praise to you, Jesus.
3: All glory you, Jesus. to Jesus.
0: Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Praise the Lord brother, thank you, thank you Holy Spirit for our anointed Holy Spirit group and thank you for the morning praying in tongues and the daily reflections and all the miracles that we witness, thank you Jesus and my testimony is about a mom who last month she said she was concerned about her young adult child's lifestyle and choices and she gave me a long list of complaints and I sent her the white book and asked them both to declare often the scriptures concerning specifically weight control, as it covers many lifestyle choices, and especially 1 Corinthians 7.23, you were bought with a price, do not become slaves of human masters, as well as Colossians 3.5, put to death, therefore, whatever news earthly fornication impurity passion evil desire and greed which is idolatry praise the lord thank you jesus and uh, she hadn't said anything until this week when she replied thank you jesus there's a huge change in my child his days are more productive and his language and lifestyle has improved dramatically and he's exercising and following a healthy eating plan all without effort and our household is calm and happy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Jesus. Spirit. Praise the Lord. Thank, Thank you, you Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank, Thank you, you for Brother. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, God bless you. Brother Vivek, I'll go next.
0: Yeah, Leslie, you'll have come a little closer. I think it's the sound is a bit slower.
4: Okay, I'll just take out my AirPods and I'll speak from the speaker now, one minute.
0: Now you're perfectly clear. Thank you.
4: Is it better now?
0: Yeah,
5: go ahead. Is it
4: ahead.
0: better now? Yeah, you can. Um, I can
4: hear you. Yeah. Good evening, brothers and sisters um, in Christ Jesus. I just want to give glory and thanks to our Lord Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit, for all the blessings and great graces that me and my daughter continue to receive on a daily basis. Thank you will never be enough when He gives so much to my family. This this group does an amazing job of helping us in our journey of faith daily through the morning encounters, the evening rosary, the reflections of brother uh, Savio, and of course, the, the weekly teachings on Friday. Through all of these teachings, we are expected to grow every single day. And I think that's what's happening in my life. And today what I want to talk about is um, what's been happening. So every day I ask God, what is your plan? I think this is the first question after praying and saying, thank you for this day, thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the Brisbane prayer group and thank you for everything else. I think the next question I ask is, what is your plan and purpose for me today? And I ask the Holy Spirit, reveal that plan and purpose so, and I tell Jesus, speak Lord, now your servant is listening. And I just stay in silence. And a few weeks ago, um, I had one of my staff, I because I've now downsized and uh, I had so many extra pillows, which I don't need. Um, so I said, oh, you know, I want to just give this to, this, uh, to these homeless people. Um, so I said, but I didn't know how to reach it to them. And I was talking to one of my staff and it so happened that her uh, brother-in-law is uh, a volunteer for the, for the homeless. Uh, so she said she'll send me the link and uh, she did. I got the link and I just kept it in, in my uh, message. I didn't do anything with it. Um, and I continued asking God, what is my purpose? What is my plan? And uh, one of the, I remembered Brother Vivek's words from last Friday, uh, where he spoke about, um, um, when he spoke on Malachi 310, bring all your tithes to the storehouse, that there may be food in the house. Test me in this, um, O Lord Almighty, and I, I, and I will throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing. And it, it dawned on me that, You know even though I allocate a certain amount for charity every month this was not part of my plan so I was led by the Holy Spirit to go and look at that girl's um, link that she sent me and I don't know I just I just made a small contribution thinking okay it goes towards them and I completely forgot about it as well and uh, two days or two or three days ago I received this call from this lady and uh, she said that um you know she was thanking me so much for for the contribution and she said it's just a volunteer organization and and i was really really happy and then i asked her i said tell me a little bit more about it i said and it was so beautiful to know that god is actually leading me into something like this because she said these are people who come and we pray over them and we talk to them about Jesus and we transform their lives. And I think nothing could have made my day, you know, than curing this. And I asked, her, I said, how do I get involved in this? How do I, you know, how do I be part of this amazing volunteer group? So she said, look, we, I said, I can't come. I may not be able to come every time, but I'll see what, what, what you know, what time I can allocate. And she said, you know, we are there on Saturdays and she gave me the time. And, um, um, and with that, I think uh, when I listened to brother Russell's uh, reflection this morning, it, is, it, it just cemented everything that happened during the week because he spoke about producing fruit. And I, and I just felt this is, this is so um, real for me. I felt like the entire week's teaching from last Friday through to this morning uh, it just led me to Proverbs 1619, which is a man a man's heart plans its course, but the Lord determines its steps. And God, Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, Brisbane Prayer Group, Brother Russell, Brother Vivek, Savio, uh, thank you for all that you all do every single day. Thank you to the Brisbane Prayer Group that supports each other. I think definitely. Um, this group has helped me in my spiritual edification and I give glory and thanks to God.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Leslie, for being so upfront with your testimony. Thank you and praise you and may God use you to multiply and you know bring so many souls for Christ. And that's what our mission is. Uh, whatever our purpose is, that's what we have got to do. Evangelize. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, yes, who would like to go ahead and share what the Lord has done for them and give glory to God? Brother Nasia yes good
6: i just want to praise and thank god for all the blessings that he has showered upon me and my family for protecting us throughout the day every day covering us in the precious blood of jesus from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet uh, brother there was an incident that happened at my workplace i had an event and i was moving about in the corridors with platform which were really very really high The shoes, the footwear that I was wearing. And suddenly I slipped because it was all water around. I slipped once, twice. But let me tell you, brother, I was hanging in the air. I was in the air. And suddenly I stood firm. And after I stood firm, I praised and thanked God. Immediately my mind went to the word of God, Psalm 91. My God will command his angels to guard me in all my ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And brother, had I fallen down that day, it would have been a real great impact. I don't know what would have happened to me, but I was really saved that day. And I praise and thank God for saving me and protecting me on that day. I also want to thank the Holy Spirit, my morning alarm. I call him my morning alarm. So waking me up every morning at 2, I, I'm awake by 2.15. Some I toss in bed, in bed and then I look at the watch. It is 2.15. I said, okay, it's time to meet my Holy Spirit. And then I enter the morning encounter with Brother Russell. Initially, I used to go to sleep during the morning encounter, but now I'm wide awake. I listen to every word. I listen to the praying in tongues. I also am a part of praying in tongues. And I thank my Holy Spirit for being there for me. Up every morning, my morning alarm, my pet—the pet name that I've given given him—is the morning alarm. This morning, brother, today we had a holiday. I'm at home, and last night, before going to bed, I said I just want to sleep. I need to relax. And you won't believe this morning, I was not disturbed by my morning alarm. I slept like a baby. I woke up in the morning at around 8.30, I did not wake up at all in between. And I really thank God I slept like a baby because I felt so relaxed. I was happy, I, there was cheer on my face. And I said, yes, Lord, I, I thank my morning alarm and I said, thank you Holy Spirit for listening to me because you know at times we, we are tired, we are exhausted and you were there with me. You watched me during my sleep at night. And I thank God. I thank Brother Russell for the morning encounter, Sister Shannon, Sister Janela, and Brother Vivek for being there for us all this time. I thank thank Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, my morning alarm. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful prayer group that we are part of and I'm part of. I'm happy and blessed that I'm part of this prayer group. And for all the sessions that we run, right from the early morning encounters to the daily daily reflections that come straight from the Holy Spirit to the evening rosary and the divine mercy, where so many of us get together and pray and ask for the intercession of Mother Mary and the angels and saints. And that's why we are so strongly pressed because of this powerful intercession. And also for the Friday sessions that are there where God has given me a chance to preach the word. I never dreamt one day that I would be preaching God's word. I used to always be a part of the music ministry, and God has allowed me to even preach his word. It's such a big grace that God gave me a chance to be his servant and serve him uh, and in the Lord's service. I cover each and every person here who is attending and who is listening with the precious blood of Jesus and their families with the precious blood of Jesus. And at these times, I always would request everyone who's part of this prayer group to cover yourself with the precious blood that the moment you wake up, you have seen so many attacks of the evil one who comes trying to trouble us. But remember, our focus should never be on these people, on the evil. It should be on Christ, on Jesus and him alone. He's the one who has saved us. Nothing else. And that's what we need. We thank you, Jesus, and praise you for everything that you do for us in our life. All glory and honor to this wonderful prayer group and this wonderful family that prays together. And we pray together for one another and for each other's needs. I thank you for this wonderful week gone by, for all the good days that we went through and all the days that were hard, which you taught us so many things. And we bless your holy name, Lord, because everything good comes from you. And we thank you that everything works for our good because we love you and we are called according to your purpose. Thank you, Jesus. That's my testimony you. Who else would like to share? Hello, Brother Vivek. So uh, yeah.
7: This is Rashmi here. Yeah. I would yeah, like Rashmi. to thank the Lord for the gift of life, for all the blessings we have received. And um, my son has passed his uh, automobile engineering. Yesterday he has got his result. Well, We're very lord. excited praise the lord thank you jesus he's scored very high and um like um how many times we asked him what do you want what do you want no he did not say anything but you know as soon as we got the result we went first to speak to jesus and to thank jesus for it we three of us husband wife and son stood in front of the altar and, you know, that presence said, okay, we'll thank the Lord for that blessing that he could travel to his college. And, you know, all that was quite text the thing when he had to travel so far and reach on time for the paper. So we were just thanking the Lord. Everything went well. And it's really a blessing that he scored very well. And um, we, I have many friends who keep telling me, pray for me, pray for me. So I said, don't worry. I have a nice group where we pray together. I I might not lift up an intention uh, for the rosary or divine mercy, but there are several intentions which are lifted up by the host. And it is so peaceful and nice to hear that intention and say, my also child, some other person who is sick, you know, we just, we don't require to say it. It is already said for us. So this praying family is so vibrant and nice. And um, uh, one friend of mine slipped on the platform and she fell and she said, my legs were, between the track and this the thing. And she was so scared. But, uh, you know, she said, I don't know from where I had helpers. But she phoned me up and she told me, she's a Hindu uh, lady, but she always calls me and say, pray for this intention, pray for that intention. And she always believes in Mother Mary, Jesus. She said, Jesus la sang, ha? Jesus la sang. She'll keep telling me like that. So every time I prayed for that, she called me and told me, you know, I don't know you know mother Mary has this thing you know saved my life like Jesus has saved my life she said it like that so I was so happy I thank the Lord She's saying you always pray for me and I'm sure your prayers only have brought me I thought I'm I'm going to be dead I'm going to be no more I'm going to be disabled all those thoughts came to my mind but I know I have such a good friend who's always praying for me so I've called you up to tell you that my life is saved. I've got a new life. So thank you. Thank you so much. So I said, no, I'm not thanking myself. I'll thank my Lord and my big yeah, prayer group. Absolutely. Thank you, thank brother Jesus. Vivek.
0: Yeah, but you you should bring Christ to her. Introduce her to Jesus. Talk about Jesus to her. This is the best time, Rashmi. This yes. is where God has called you to evangelize. Go out and tell her what Jesus is all about. And how life changes when you use that name Jesus. You're, you you have witnessed it, correct, Rashmi?
1: Yes, yes, but You all Lord.
0: witnessed the name Jesus. We just take the name Jesus.
3: Yes.
0: And I tell you, we can take it at the end today. And the Lord is asking me to make a prayer of uh, Matthew 18, 19. So keep all your intentions tonight. Let's go to the Lord. Just going to pray.
1: And when my husband keeps
7: saying, whenever I get a little bit also angry and say, let the sun not go down, let the sun not go down, and you know, we'll remain fighting. Amen. And he'll come, come, and he will give me a kiss and say, oh, we just what? fought, let the sun not go down. Amen. <laughs> and amen.
0: Yeah. amen. And, and I, I really, I'm so blessed to see you all during the rosary, all three of you all. And it's so beautiful to hear you all. Uh, I'm, I'm really blessed to, you know, hear all. I'm sure how many people are being blessed by the rosary group, put an amen there. I mean, there's, it's it's growing so well, and Janela and team and and all of them who are working so hard. God bless all of you for you know uh, being part of the Rosary Group, and uh, that intercession is helping us and all the ministries as well uh, that we work because of that powerful intercession that takes place during the Rosary Group. Please go out and call at least others to come and pray together during the evening. It's such a beautiful thing to start the day with uh, you know the morning encounter and end it with the Rosary, and also have the reflection and also have testimonies and prayer requests uh yeah and and the beautiful part of our group i like is no there are no forwards it is pure prayers from the heart that's it absolutely clean so the it's not clogged with any videos nothing no images pure prayer and pure uh intentions and pure uh you know testimonies so okay. it's wonderful to be part of this group so rashmi as you are blessed i'm also blessed to be part of this group so let me just say that thank you jesus thank and god bless ashmi and family
1: yeah thank you, father thank you
0: anyone else would like to share what the holy spirit is doing for you even if it's a small thing just share be beautiful just open your mouth and just feel put the words in your mouth
8: uh, yes probably This is any just like uh, thank you uh, thank just this holy brisbane's prayer group uh just yeah, yeah every day every week it just uh it, it's it's changed changed our lives to um uh, like four years, of, yeah, it's been maybe four years now, and stuff like that. But yeah, it's uh, it's well, the the rosaries and everything, all the morning encounters and all that. The the Lord has answered the prayers, you know, coactively and just like uh, it, it's it just makes my life more uh, peaceful. I have, I'm just like every uh, everyone else, you know. We have uh, the sometimes uh, the uh, thoughts and concerns sneak up on you during during some times, But now I just um I just I praise the Lord and stuff like that. and it just goes away. Uh it's the Holy Spirit is just like uh I thank the Holy Spirit and the yeah, the blood of Jesus upon this group. You just uh, I just look forward to just just listening to uh your the insights and even sharing them with my um uh it could, could be anyone on Facebook or it could be more of my uh, even uh, extended families and relatives obviously so um you know they really uh, uh, it gives it gives them the insight too and yeah this just, I bomb like, the chicken so, but
0: Ramila can you want...
8: but yeah it was just it's it's a great um it's a you know it's a great group and um every weekend I just like feel uh, it's different I can like what do the things I want but it's just like uh, it's a, everything is like uh, the Lord is the forefront and everything that in my interest so I just feel more confident uh, with his presence all the time upon my days yes. and that's what makes it's us so confident and it's just like now it just like uh, overtakes takes me whatever I do wherever I go who I'm with who i get into, whether it's um, even with this watching TV or uh, uh, on the on the phones or uh, anything media even here yeah, just uh, anything that I hear from it just uh, it he just has his way and um, I'm just I'm just thinking it's just like anointing everything is he's gonna cool. watch over us everywhere we go in our thoughts just uh, and I ask him all the time to uh, search my heart all the time so I get, uh, get out all the wickedness and uh, and then it just it's amazing it just um i just always look forward to these uh weekends I can rest my uh soul mind body even more in it. even even the things that i do I, it just seems like before i used to be uh you know busy and just doing little things but even when I'm busy it's just like these uh, thoughts always um it's like I'm sitting at a session listening to this session but i'm just doing it i can focus you know, with these um uh, Mind with his um, uh, thoughts in me as I'm doing things, so it's sort of like how the way he works. It's a, it's like I, you can't, I can't uh, do without him, and I don't want to. So I just I find that my uh, chores are much more easy. I can find things more. You uh, just, it just, is only angels and ministering spirits that we are pray for for everyone here and all over the world, um, is working for us. But not only me, it's just doing the same thing for every one of us here. And um, right. it's always said that is that Jesus is now part of my, more in our families, and it's just like a, your daddy as well. Even though my dad's passed away, but he's just like there, like my dad and stuff like that. And uh, my dad's spirit is in him, and I'm happy for my parents, even those who were uh, gone before us, and that introduced. We're very fortunate to to introduce uh, to. Me to our Lord Jesus, and you know, have been baptized and everything. So, I'm very, very uh, fortunate that happy there. And even though we're lost for some certain time in our go, in our thank years, uh, growing up, he led me back. He has never uh, broken his covenant with his baptism, and it stays with you forever. And he's found me again when I'm lost. And, and I thank all the fathers and the priests that we used to go to, they're all in the journey. Who uh, even gave little um, insights like these sessions, but um, but there's no, there was no uh, way of breaking down in such a way like this. I was am very fortunate to be pulled back in uh, into these uh, sessions that I couldn't imagine imagine like before. I wish uh, that I had like a, someone who could really uh, teach the meaning of what. Really, scriptures is because no one could um, explain that uh, thoroughly each time. Amen. That can give their time and blessed that uh, the Holy Spirit or whatever is uh, uh, prayed for me for that, and I got and I got that. So, and I thank you, everyone, and I thank you, um, Brother Vivek and all that stuff that I can even get your uh, Brother Russell and uh, Brother Servio and Sister Shunee that I can get um, some of them uh, copied. Your uh, insights and stuff like that because it it, it, it can't be explained any better to um, post to other people so they can really uh, know and understand in such a way. We're well, yes, Thank you, everyone. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Just for all Enjoy. of
8: this prayer group. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Ani, for that testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else would like to share their testimony and give glory to God? has this prayer group changed your life? If it has changed your life, you can still say thank you to the Lord. So someone can stand up and say thank you, Lord, because my life has been
3: changed. Yes,
0: been...
3: Yep. Yes, I'd like to say thank you to the Lord, because this prayer group has changed my life. <clears throat> it's brought me into the word of God. It's It's made the word of life, word of God come alive in my life. And I right. praise and thank the Lord for that. And I thank the Lord for Every grace and blessing he's given myself and my family this week, just the air we breathe. Thank you, Lord, that we wake up every morning and we can praise and adore you. I thank you, Abba Father, for your precious son, Jesus. What a blessing. Thank you, Lord, for this prayer group and everyone in it and the gift that we are to each other. Amen. Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Shanine. Thank you for that wonderful testimony. Thank you, Jesus for coming alive in our lives and being so real to us. Someone who started reading the word of God and there's some changes in your life, would you like to share what's happening to you now that that word has come inside you? Please share, do not stop. Someone will be blessed because of your testimony. anyone would like to share? If God has blessed your business and you believe truly your business is blessed because of God, He runs it. You should stand up and thank Him for it so that He continues to run your business. If anyone else would like to thank God. Thank you, Lord, for this
5: week that's gone by. Savya, I can't hear you. Thank you, Lord, for this week. That's gone by. Thank you, Lord, for your graces, for your strength that you've given us. Thank you for your mercy. For giving us your mercy. For giving us the strength to have mercy on others, Lord.
8: Thank you for the strength that's strengthening us.
0: Of... I can't hear you, sorry, Okay.
5: Thank you for each and every one of us. And thank you for giving us the strength that we need each day to have mercy on others, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for everything that we learn through this prayer group. Thank you for all the ministries. Thank you for each and every one of us. We pour your precious blood as a hedge of protection on each and every member of this prayer group and their families. Thank you, Lord, for the abundance and the prosperity on each and every member of this prayer group and their families. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
1: Brother, this is Jane your brother. Yeah, I want to thank the Lord for the week gone by, for his blessings upon my family, for his word, for his truth. I want to thank the Lord that he has made me to live without any death, for the spirit, for all the teachings, the last week teachings, powerful teachings. And I can say, no, I want to say for the last week, I, I was ministering the truth to many people. The Holy Spirit used me to minister to truth to many people. And I so can say, literally, I was uh, preaching the last week's uh, teaching to them, brother. I was wow, teaching sure. in such a way. I was, I was, uh, after finishing, I, I was wondering, oh, I, I mean, I'm preaching I'm, I'm like my brother. <laughs> I was, <laughs> yes, brother. Because, uh, so happy. Uh, yes, brother, I was very happy. Because I I was able to explain them as you explained, Because I the teaching in Christ, so mm. I thank a lot for that, for his revelation, and uh, for everything, brother. Can't say I'm really blessed to be a part of this group. I thank a lot for brother, Vinick, for brother Hassan, for his powerful teachings every day, for for his encounters. I really love it, brother. I look forward eagerly, waiting for it.
0: Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
1: And uh, morning when I get up, I uh, will start, start praying daily. About, uh, what you say, brother, before I used to skip some days, but now I don't skip. I'll, I'll pray, I pray for, for the Christmas of Jesus upon all the families, on the Christian group. And when I attend the mass also, I offer all the people of the Christmas this Vivek, brother. So to everybody I I am praying for everybody.
0: Amen. Very good. God bless you. And Jane, you've been blessed so mightily by the Holy Spirit. It's it's so powerful to have the word inside you. So there can't be something better than having the word inside you. I mean, money can't buy it. So it's the most beautiful thing to have the word inside you. I just, uh, my heart's desire is people like you take the word and go to others and preach that same word and see manifestation there. And that is what we are called to do. So we are all called to preach the word of God to people all around us, to our own children. Share one passage a day. Just take one passage and share it with your children and sow that seed in their hearts. Such a beautiful thing can come out of that seed. It will definitely bear fruit. So just one passage can change. Every day, one passage. Every day with the children. Every day, all seven days. One passage. Just one small, uh, you know, even it could be one line from the Bible. It would be such a manifestation. You would always be thankful to the Lord. It is so real, the word of God. And Jane really makes it feel, so I, I just want to share that bubbly nature of the Holy Spirit is all that we need, that beautiful thing that you can't express in words. Thank you, Jane. is yes, anyone else would like to share... <clears throat> Even if you don't have a testimony, can you at least say, thank you, Jesus, for keeping me alive? That is a testimony. That's the biggest testimony. So if you are truly alive, you actually touch yourself and say, am I really alive? Then you should unmute and say, thank you, Jesus, for keeping me alive. If you truly believe that God has kept you alive, you should thank God.
9: Brother, this is Caroline here. Am I
0: audible? Yeah, Yeah, you are.
9: Yeah, uh, the last line that you said is really a testimony uh, and uh, your your voice really provokes me to give it. So today I have taken a day off from work and uh, doing nothing but just being still and observing, uh, you know, and noticing the voice that uh, Jesus speaks to me. Uh, everything the road ahead seems, uh, you know, quite, uh, uh, quite, uh, scary lonely because i don't have a job and a lot is happening but uh, today i know uh, that i'm not alone he is with me at times i have to really shake myself and keep reminding that you know he is there with me in my career in my family life health wise uh, so yes sometimes uh, we just need to take that leap of faith and be in his presence which i'm doing uh, So, you know, the testimony is just being alive, healthy, hearty and uh, having food on your table and a roof over your head is really a a living testimony. Uh, Praise God. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus.
9: And
0: and Caroline, let's pray in agreement. Father God, I pray in agreement with the sister in the name of Jesus that you give her the heart's desire, the job that she desires, Lord. Lord, you call things, we call things that are not seen into the seen realm. Because you say that the things that are seen are temporal. The things that aren't seen are eternal. So Lord, we speak your word and we speak a powerful, mighty job that comes our way through destiny helpers. We activate those destiny helpers in the name of Jesus. who will come in our life and bless her with that job. She'll have a problem of choice, Lord. Just like as you blessed all the believers with a problem of choice. Because you are the spirit of prosperity, Lord. You took poverty on the cross. It is the devil who keeps telling us that we need to be in poverty to be in Christ. No, it's a lie from the devil. God chose Jesus to take the curse of poverty so that we have the blessings that were inherited. We all have a blank check and a blank check with an unlimited balance in the bank is the word of God. It's an unlimited balance. Take the word, speak it out and see the manifestation. Tonight, right in front of everyone, I prophesy. That Caroline will get a very good job and a better salary than what she got in the previous job. And she'll be a happy person and she can bring Christ to others in that job. My prophecy has always come true and I speak this in the name of Jesus. Because you opened your mouth, sister, you have got that job. I'm telling you this. I stand up in the name of Jesus and say this. Just because you testified, God has blessed you. He is faithful. And you you will remember my words this day as I spoke. Thank
1: you. I'm into
0: that.
9: Amen. Thank you, Brother.
0: This this is the power of testifying. Yes. Amen. Amen. Who else would like to testify? Anyone else?
10: Brother Vivek, this is Eliza.
0: Yes, Andy. Good.
10: Uh, This uh, weekend, we went to Sunshine Coast to celebrate my grandson's 21st birthday. So while going, he didn't take his car and he gave the car keys to my daughter, keep it in her car. So after we came back, she gave the keys to him and he along with the other bags and all that, he came inside and we don't know in the process, he lost the keys. So three days we were searching for the keys and his car keys and I I told him, look, you will find it. I'll pray to Holy Spirit and you'll definitely find it. So mm-hmm. yesterday when my daughter went to Kohl's to get some groceries, when she collected the stuff, the girl at the counter, when she was putting the stuff in the bag, she asked, is it your car key? And it was in that bag, which my daughter had emptied all the bags. And without noticing the key, which is over there in the bag, so she was mm-hmm. so happy, yes, yes. So we were, you know, really happy about it. And I told my grandson, look, now you have to take part in our rosary. Today you have to one decade was- <laughs> of rosary. Yeah. And also the litany, he said it. And I was really happy because it's very difficult to get the teenagers to, you know, like uh, so, be a part of this prayer and all that, you know, you know how it is. They don't believe in all this. So I was happy. And also I make my granddaughter uh, many times to, you know, join us in our rosary to respond to me and all that. Yes. And second thing, what happened was at Sunshine Coast, they all went to the beach and I stayed back with our puppy. Uh, We have a pet dog. And when they were not there, I went for a shower. And as I was going, I slipped and I fell outside the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And there was nobody around. And like, I really struggled to get up because it was difficult. It was so slippery. When I was supporting my hand, my hand was slipping. Then I just noticed somebody had thrown the uh, towel, bath towel. So I pulled it with my leg and then I held on to the wash machine. Somehow I got up and... uh, then I had to just lie down. And I told my daughter, this is what happened. Uh, I thought now it will be okay. I've been praying and uh, just applying some heat bomb and all that. But today I had to go to the physio and I'm sure I'll be fine. But uh, most important is I was not badly hurt. It was my lower back that got banged to the ground. And my head, of course, but head was not so bad because I had a hair clip and that protected my head. So I really thank the Holy Spirit and I want to glorify the Lord for all that what He's doing for us. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yes, anyone else before we start?
2: Brother, I want to share my joy. Uh, mm. I got a flat uh, on the fourth floor. And I thank mm-hmm. and praise my Lord for this beautiful flat. It is, it is bright and warm and uh, it's so beautiful. And in my garden, I want to show something. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think the video is not, I cannot own it. Anyway, no, no, we, uh, this is the fourth generation it. Munya. This is the fourth generation munia, which the little bird which has made a nest in my uh, little garden and um, uh, then uh, not only the munya I can even see uh, the uh, Bulbul coming in. So I was wondering whether this nest is of the munia or the Bulbul. And, it It is so joyful I it it is so uh, I mean, I'm so overjoyed i I told Alan, Alan, first floor and second floor <laughs> they have made a mess. Praise the Lord, I'm so happy about it. Thank you Jesus for this beautiful Thanks. creation and nature. Thank you, All it's glory amazing. to God.
0: Anyone else before we start? We should take one. Russell, would you have any announcements to make?
11: Yes. A warm, very warm welcome to all the, the newcomers that have joined our Brisbane prayer group on Telegram. Those that have not yet joined the group, you can join um, now as well. I'll just share the link on the Zoom chat and on the YouTube chat as well. Have a look into your chat screens; You shall see it. You can click that link. If you do not have the Telegram app, please download the app from the App Store and you can join this praying family. We hold our um, daily morning encounters with the Lord, 365 days a year. And that's at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We also hold a daily rosary and the divine mercy prayer every evening from Monday to Thursday at 7 p.m. in the evening. And on Fridays, it is at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. All these are Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, The rosary and divine mercy is not held on the Saturday and Sunday. So those are wonderful opportunities for you to join in those sessions. All these sessions, both these sessions are streamed live on YouTube as well. In case you can't join on Zoom or there is any tech issues there, you can still listen to it. The recording is also available on YouTube. All teachings that are uh, uh, that are run by this prayer group, including tonight's session that is being run live. All of these recordings are available on our YouTube channel. So if you'd like to go back and listen to some of the earlier ones, look through the whole list and see which one the Lord is guiding you towards. You can pick those and just learn from there. The same is also available on our podcast channel. So that's available on all major podcast channels. We share these links regularly on our Telegram group. So you can look them up from there as well. Um, Just an update on next month's first Friday session. We usually have that at St. Dipna's Church. Unfortunately, for this next month, we are unable to have it there. So next, the first Friday session, which will be on, I think it's the 1st of September. That one will be held online on Zoom and on YouTube only, not in person.
0: And that's also, also daily ref- the reflections i guess
11: oh yes there's there's daily reflection sorry i missed that that's an important part Brother the savio posts these spiritual daily reflections i can see that there are so many people's lives that are being transformed i know that many families use those reflections as part of their daily family prayer every day and you're more than welcome to pick those he shares them on every day he shares them mostly in the morning or by afternoon he will share them on our telegram group also on our facebook page and uh, encourage you if you are being blessed by that to please share those with your family and friends and give it as a gift to others let them be blessed there as well praise god
0: praise god thank you jesus yes and so let's start our session today and uh, we thank and praise god and before we start we cover and seal every word that's spoken by me the precious blood of jesus jesus take all of me and give me all of you every word spoken, be covered and sealed by your holy name and by your precious blood. Let they be everything of you in my name, in, in the words that go out from my mouth and let my words and my tongue be blessed by your holy name. And as we, we start, we herald the uh, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11. This is what we do every uh, time we do prayers and also in your personal prayer life, you need to do this. For as the rain and snow come down from earth, from heaven, and do not return there without watering the earth, making it bare and sprout, and providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So will my word be, which goes out from of my mouth. It will not return to me void, useless, without result. Yes, Lord. Without accomplishing what I desire. And without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Thank and praise you, Lord, for this mighty powerful scripture that you have given us that shows that your word is above your name and every time we speak your word it will come to pass. So tonight we are going to understand and we are going in a series changing the scene and shaping the unseen. Now this is a, a faith series of understanding how words have got so much of power. For people who complete this series I'm 100% sure I can say in the name of Jesus that it will definitely make you Speak the word with confidence and know that God answers the word. And how do you use the word of God to change the eternal, to change the temporal things from what is eternal? Because the word of God is eternal and it will change the things that are temporal. So today we are going to understand faith, which is unseen. And for for understanding that, we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. So this is the second part of this series of teachings, which is about faith. And let's get to that. Now, we know that faith is unseen and we'll understand in depth what you mean by this unseen faith and how does it work in the realm of the spirit. Everything we're discussing is in the spirit realm today. And our understanding has to be all because everything starts there and everything only shows up physically. So yeah, we're doing one Corinthians chapter twenty-seven, verse twenty-eight. Which uh, which Bible is this? I'm sorry. Um, this
5: is Amplified. Vivek?
0: Can no, you can you, you take it? me to normal one first? Take me to then we do amplified. Okay. Just the, I want uh, you take NIV. NIV. Take me NIV, NIV. and then yeah. then we'll do the same thing in Amplified also.
5: Okay. <clears throat> one Corinthians one. 27 and 28?
0: 27 and 28, correct.
5: But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong god chose the lowly things of the of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify
0: the things that are okay now we are going to go deep into the scripture but before that i want to understand the same scripture in the amplified take me to 1 corinthians 1 27 28 now this is the amplified bible and let's go for that let's understand there
5: But God has selected for his purpose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, revealing their ignorance. And God has selected for his purpose the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong, revealing their frailty. God has selected for his purpose the insignificant, base things of the world and the things that are despised and treated with contempt, even the things that are nothing, so that he might reduce to nothing the things
0: that are. Okay, so let's understand. So, no, for, for God selected, means is deliberately chose what in the world is foolish to put the wise to shame. Okay. And what the world calls weak to put the strong to shame. So, in the weakness is my greatest strength. Okay, that is what we learn from the word. So, in my weakness, Lord, you're my greatest strength. And as we understand God's word for the wise is foolish. They don't understand it. But God says, even God will turn that, you know, foolish thing, to some to a greater glory. So if you look at the world, calls the weak to be put the strong to shame. Even the strong are put to shame, and God also selected or deliberately chose what is in the world is low born and insignificant, and branded and treated with contempt. Even the things that are nothing, that He might might dispose, dispose and bring to nothing the things that are. So what God is saying in all this. Is God has chosen things that are not to not to bring to naught these things that are. He's simply talking about things not revealed to the physical senses. Now, Savi, let me ask you a question. The first thing that s- happens to you if a situation changes in the physical realm, what happens? Immediately you get panicked, right? Yes. And fear drops in, or you get, you know, you just start, you know listening to what's happening because the devil is keeping on speaking to you and telling you what may happen and you know though you are in the world many times we are continuously uh you know challenged by our situations of life you agree yes yes so this is a very practical thing for all of us none of us can escape it if you are if you are going for you know for a walk and a dog starts barking at you and suddenly it's off the leash and it's chasing you, what happens to you that he might pounce on you he'll pounce and bite you correct i mean and and maybe you'll have to be for at home for one week and you kind of you know all those thoughts will come in correct if it's walking it's jumping and running next to you what thoughts will come immediately will the thought like call jesus come or it'll be other thoughts coming if the dog bites me then i'll be at home and i can't do anything i'll have to you know maybe be in a like you know bandaged or whatever so all those things will come in Am I true in this? Can you put an amen to this? I'm just taking a real life situation. We take the word of God and understand it practically, not just because it's a word. Take actual live examples of our daily life, so we can relate to the word. Okay, and and what happens then? You know, you know, we don't reach God because many times it's our senses that is controlling us. You agree? Yes. Because your eyes are controlling this. Now. Suppose you go and sit on a, you know, you've gone anytime on a roller coaster, Savio. Yes. Now, if you're on a roller coaster, and if you see with your eyes the way the roller coaster goes, what will happen to you? you know that you, you're you scared? You know, what if it unlooses or something goes wrong? You'll be straight. It's moving at a very high speed. You agree? Yes. Yes. It does. Okay, I'm taking another example with the Holy Spirit is giving. me, yes. And I'm saying, now, if you close your eyes, Okay, you just shut your eyes and just just everyone is shouting, screaming, but you are just closed your eyes and it's going it, you're just moving, but you don't know where it is taking, you just trust that it's going now would yes. that fear be the same if you're closed no, your it, eyes?
5: No, it wouldn't.
0: Are you getting me? So yep. are you all understanding that the seen things control our life much more than the unseen things is that true? Yes. Okay, say so, suppose yes. you know you are searching for something and it goes missing. How do you feel suddenly if it's very precious to you? You feel like, you know, suppose you lost a watch or lost something and it was precious to you. You will keep searching the whole house and bring the whole house upside down, correct? Yes. You mm-hmm. will not think of God at that moment, but you will first think what happened, you know. Suppose you left the mobile in the bus or in, in you know, say someone has left it in a taxi and the taxi has gone. How will you feel? Why, you know, I'm just giving you a perspective. Would would your senses control you or God's word control you? Senses. Are you understanding? So what is the word of God saying? You know, many times we are controlled by our senses. So sense knowledge becomes so critical because everything, though even if we pray and do everything, even after the prayer meeting, we may just get into some issue and our senses will take over. But what the word wants to tell us that God's word is above the senses. It is beyond the senses, beyond the seen realm. And that can only come when the Holy Spirit has made that word alive to you. you agree? Yes. For people who want to also reply, you can say amen or whatever you want Okay, in the chat so that you're partaking in it. Remember, if, you, if you're partaking in the teaching and if you're part of it, you'll enjoy it. That's all I'm saying. And then you can apply it because it's not here. As I said, this is not a theory session. It's actual application. And we are doing this over a series. So God has selected the insignificant things of the world and the things that are despised and treated with contempt, even the things that are nothing, so that he might reduce to nothing the things that are. Okay? So he's simply talking about the things not revealed to the physical senses. Now, my point is, beyond the physical senses, there is a whole real world. Okay? Savio, do you believe, and I'm asking you, if you call the angels, okay, which are real, do you agree that the angels are real? Yes, the they are. yes. If you call them and tell them to protect your house or protect your children or protect yes. your family, would they protect yes. You? yes, absolutely. If you truly believe in the realm of the spirit, nothing wrong can happen to your family if you truly believe the word of God. I'm saying this to all of you. Yes. Whether you lock the house or not, you may say, Oh my, should I put the alarm on? Have I put the the key properly? Have I locked? Have I put three locks or four locks? But you tell the angel or the ministering spirits, In the name of Jesus, I command you to protect the house, protect my children. Wherever they go, let them not do any wrong. And you, your eyes will be upon them. I tell you solemnly, In the name of Jesus, they can't do anything because. The spirit will not allow them to do anything wrong. Amen to this subject. Amen. Uh, you realize how powerful we don't need to put our eyes on anything, but the Lord's eyes are very strong. So, when you have told the angel or the ministering spirit, now when you minister, give the angel a command. Remember, every angel is given to every believer. Tonight, what I'm trying to say in this series and what we are going to understand every believer has power. Do you all agree that if you come and read the word of God, you are supposed to be an inheritor of what Christ has got from the father. Okay. Now, does the devil ever ever tell you that, you know, you need to be, you need to be poor because only if you are poor, you'll be blessed. You know, many times you feel that, you know, that poverty is good because if you are rich, it's not good, but poverty is good. And he puts all negative thoughts and you think this is all from God. You know, Mm -hmm. that God wants me to go through this trial, wants me to go through this suffering, wants me to go through the pain. And, and, you know, so you continuously believe that that is going to be your life and that is how God wants you. But I tell you one thing. Do you believe that is the truth or a lie? How many of you believe it's truth and how many of you think it's a lie? It's a lie. Everyone believes it's a lie or you think it's the truth? Like, oh, like you keep on getting thoughts inside you saying that you know you should go through this your children are behaving very badly it's good because you are you are learning something it's good that it's happening that way good bad things are happening because you know that is how it should be now i want you to understand one thing when someone is talking to you clearly you know that that is not the spirit of god we have taught on this as well and tonight today itself us fighting that thought that god has taken the very curse of poverty and I'm saying this, the curse of poverty was put on Jesus and his blessings are upon us. Is that clear? The curse yeah. of poverty was upon Jesus. He took that curse of poverty so that we are blessed with his righteousness. First seek me and my righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. It means is there blessing supposed to come your way all the time? Yes. So in the name of Jesus, I command every situation or every stagnant situation. Anyone who wants a blessing in this area of your life, we put a name in that, okay? I command every stagnant situation. Stagnation means if there is something that is not opening for you, if there's a door that has been closed for years on your property, on your children, on your finances, on your workplace, in your children, in your spouses, there's no intimacy in your marriage or if there is something that is lacking in your life i command it to open in the name of jesus that door will be released open today in the name of jesus amen amen because this is what is a believers authority we have that authority to open the doors that are closed to open the stagnation and allow God's blessing in our life to move where there's no business happening, let there be flood of business in a particular business. So the customers come running and flooding you, where people are chasing blessings. We pray that the blessing chase the people. Amen to that. Let's blessings chase you all your life. If you want to claim it, take it. Amen. And and this is how it happens. Many times I'm praying for someone And I get a testimony. Brother, you know, you were praying for someone. I took an amen and I got blessed. You know, you need to grab it. And this is how the spirit is. It's for everyone. It's not, Lord, only if you will it for me, it will come in my lap. No, you go grab it. You take it. It's yours. The word of God is a blank check. And this is how the Lord taught me. You write what you want on it and you get it. The scripture is the amount or a currency that heaven accepts. Faith is a kind of a currency that you put, God has given you a checkbook and an unlimited balance in the account. If I told you, Savio, you have an unlimited balance that was given as an inheritance, how would you feel about it? Excited. You know, Unlimited. No limit. Okay? You can put any amount on it. Such is the word of God in our life. Today, when I was praying and I was thinking, when I was actually, you know, been working, I was just going through the word of God to prepare for tonight. And I was thinking, what a blessing it is to have the word in you. If you have the word, you are rich. That's what the word says. Let the poor say, I'm rich. It means because of the word, I'm rich. Because God's wisdom is in me. I'm rich. People go chasing for money. And the word says that the money would chase you. Uh, You understand, you'll never lack in life. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Now, the want is not in just finances. It is in your health. It it is in your spiritual blessing. It's that awakening in you that would come. The fire of the spirit will come alive in you. It is that relationships that are blessed because Christ comes in those relationships. And your life becomes a total different life when you have that word inside you. Okay? So, So I just want to share with you that faith Is a substance. Okay, let's take Hebrews eleven one now and understand and go deeper.
5: Now, faith is the assurance, the title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot
0: be experienced by the physical senses. Okay. So faith is the assurance or a title lead or a confirmation. Now, remember one thing as I shared with you, Savio, in this whole scripture of Hebrews 11, 1, which is the most important word there? Now. Now Now is the important word. Because now means everyone thinks faith is a future tense. But I tell you, faith is in the present. It is not the future tense. Everyone thinks faith is in the present. It's the future. But it says faith is in the present because it is now okay now faith is the assurance which is a title deed of confirmation in other scriptures its other versions you take me to king james also. you know it says faith is the substance the raw material for people to understand take me king james
5: now faith is the substance of things hoped for
0: the evidence of things not seen So, faith is the substance that God used to create the universe. Okay. Now, let's get understandings very clear. Faith is the substance, the raw material. If you have wood, can you make a chair? Yes. Can you make a table? Yes. If wood is your substance, can you change it to any format, any form? Yes. So, faith is a substance. Okay. It can be changed into any format. Okay. But my question here is can you see faith? No. Can you touch it? No. Can you feel it? Oh, just say, oh, no. I can feel no. the faith here. No. Okay. We have to understand that. Okay. One. So, what happens is, someone, some translations says faith is giving substance to things hoped for, to what you desire, and what is not manifested to the physical senses. Okay. So, that's not given to the physical senses. Now, whenever you pray for a job, what do you always see? Yourself working in the office, sitting on a chair. Whenever we are praying for people who want a job, you know, Caroline, this is for you as well. Uh, It's important that you see yourself every day, continuously sitting on that office chair. Take a pen and start writing. Okay, look at the pen. What are you writing on that? What is your job? Suppose you are an accountant then you can see yourself actually sitting on the computer and actually, you know, filling up those details or the balance sheets or reading that or making the books, see yourself presenting. You have to make it real. Is that clear? Yeah. You have to apply that it is so real that it is that you are already there. You're already working there and you have got to just keep that vision to God and make it live. You have got an empty canvas and God says, paint it. God loves details. And you have to actually mention, see yourself going in the bus or whatever transport you take to office or driving. See yourself, if you're dressed dressed up in a suit, go in a suit, see yourself there. Some people, I even tell them, dress up like a normal suit and go to work in a bus. Carry your actual briefcase and just go to work. If If you cannot picture it, actually do it. Get down at a particular stop. If you can visualize that whole thing, great. I would say always visualize that's the best thing. Uh, Write it down and say, I will be wearing a black color suit with a black color pen. Give the details so clearly to God and show him what you will be writing. See, there is a little dirt on the table. Can you see that, Savio? Remove that dirt from the table. Take your finger and remove it and try to clean it with the tissue. Are you understanding? What I'm saying is on your work desk, even to that detail, if you see a little dirt, use your... Uh, imagination to actually clean it. Okay. So much should be that vision that it speaks a language of its own. All of you are getting this? Yes. You make, you put this into life. The substance is put into life and you actually tell God, this is what it is. Everything I promise you, even the dirt on the table as you saw it, would be there. Even that will not be missed out by God. Amen? Amen. You will see yourself the way you want to see yourself. Okay, some people say, brother, what about the salary? What salary are you expecting? Put it up there. See the offer letter having the salary on it and write down that salary on on your book and say, Lord, my salary is XYZ. Whatever your salary is, see it on your offer letter. Now, the best way to do it is Take an offer letter, put down, write down the whole offer letter, type it out and give it to the Lord. See that offer letter in front of your hands and visualize that daily. Become pregnant with it. Faith is a substance. Give it a substance. It's like a vehicle. You have to have that substance which is flowing all the time. Okay? When you have little details or minute details in it that what kind of shoes you'd be wearing, what kind of clothes you'd be wearing to work, how you'd be traveling, how you get down at that stop, how you, you know pay for that ticket or whatever, or if you're using your car, how you'd be driving it, where you'd be parking. Get into the little details. Don't go to the major thing. Okay, I'll be presenting you know, to the board or doing a presenting to my boss. Yes, you'll be doing that, but go to the little details. Find out how many pens would be there on your desk, how your desk will look, how it will be when you're working. If you're a trainer, what would be your content that you'd be training with? Look at the audience asking you questions and saying, hey, I need to understand this. I said, you should be saying good question. I really like that question. Are you all understanding what I'm saying? Yes. This is how you make that substance come alive because this is the evidence of things not seen because you are creating that now of something that is there, which will happen. And Sonia, the whoever you are said yes, and all of you are saying yes. If you have a business and you want to see your business grow to the next level, you need to do that for your business as well. Write down the plan and write down the vision to God and say, this is my business plan. This year, the profits are. So X, Y, Z, next year, the profits will be so much. I tell you, God will match it. He will match the profit. When you pray with this scripture, now faith is the substance and understand how it moves for someone who's having authority or prince or like a principal or a or a managing director or a ceo you need to pray in another realm and show how your authority will help that entire community how everyone all the stakeholders will be blessed by what your presence is and they are blessed you your salary has got increment people are being blessed every person in that very situation or that neighborhood is blessed or that very uh, school or college or office or co- company is blessed by what you do. All this has to be written down on a book and visualized, given to God. Do you know what mass matters the most in all this? It is not the big things of you. It's the little things. Yes. It's the little things that you, know, you do all this. And I'll tell you one thing. You just have to have that vision and continuously be with that vision. Now, anyone who has used a vision and prayed and got an answer, can you put an amen there? This prayer always gets answered. Come what may. It may take time, but it's always answered, 100%. Like someone wants to sell a house, someone wants to buy a house, someone wants to get a child married, someone wants to conceive and give birth to a child, you got to name your child and speak. Okay. So I hope you're getting how powerful this teaching can get if you understand how to operate at this level of faith. So, faith is the substance, the raw material, and we get that as that which God uses, okay, to create the universe. Okay. He transported that faith with his words. Now, faith is transported with the word that moves from your mouth. God used his words as containers to transport his faith out there into the vast nothingness, into the darkness. And that's where in Genesis 1-3, can you take me Genesis 1-3? So again, he transported that faith with his words. So how do you transport faith? Can someone write with the words, okay? With the words, God used these words as containers. They were like containers that transported his faith into the vast nothingness. And then what did God say?
5: And then God said, let
0: there be light. And there was light. Now my point is if you start speaking over situations, could the situation change? Yes. Now, if you start believing and start seeing the glory of God, was there any light before God spoke? Light? No, there wasn't light. What was there? It was darkness. So, there was darkness. There was nothing but darkness. Now, God... Now, I'll tell you one thing. Some of you may be getting another insight as I talk this. The Holy Spirit will be teaching you something new. Okay? I may be teaching you something. Remember, the Holy Spirit always teaches you differently. Every time I look at the scripture, I get a new interpretation of it and that's how today he's taught about transporting the word okay which I never have used in the past so when there was da- nothing but darkness God took the word the word light was the word okay and spoke it into existence he took which was not and brought to not that which was have you got it Savio? have you got yes. it all of you Yes. he took that which was not so there was no light Okay, he took that which was not and brought to not, which was already. So, was there actually light in that case then? In the unseen realm. Yes, in the unseen realm there was light. That's what he brought light. So there was unseen realm. There was light. So then he said, "Let the light come." And he spoke, "Let there be light," and the light came. Okay. Now yes. I'm I'm going one step further. In Genesis 26-27, Okay, let's go ahead. All of you are getting till here. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, Genesis 126, 27. Because if you understand this, you'd start using it. And this unseen realm, the whole series is faith, faith is the base of this whole series. And that's why today's teaching has to be very strong so that it builds up that connection.
5: Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image in the image of god he created him male
0: and female he created them now you know this very clearly when you say god made us in his image so is god someone is very fat or thin is god like that fat and thin no in what way is we are in his image in what in mean, someone it can it reply as well can put that it you- what 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 does he mean that we he- that God created. Yes, absolutely. In the spirit. And that is important. Thanks for that. So in the spirit is what we are made same. So understand this. And this is the power in this whole teaching. If God has created us with that same spirit, then can we speak light over darkness? Yes. When you speak the word, that word becomes flesh. Are you understanding? Yes. The word has that power on your lips and the moment it goes out of your mouth you become a creator with that word and you have created something. It's that yes. word that has left your mouth. Is that here? Yes. So why does then God say life and death are in the power of your tongue?
5: Yeah, what I that- say is what happens.
0: Yeah, because whatever we speak will come to pass because the, the word is your creation. So be careful and understand this. This is depth. We are going very, very inside into this teaching to understand if God said, I have made Vivek or oh Russell or oh Savio all these people who are listening here in my image, they are in our image. Okay. And he also says, Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea or the birds of the air of everything that moves on earth, who has got the dominion? We. Man. So so man has got the dominion. So one question is that if we are in that image, he has given us an authority and given us that what he has is with us. Yes. Is that clear? Yes. So what we are getting is we are told that God created man his own image and likeness therefore man is capable of taking those things which are not and bringing to naught those things which are he is capable of uh, taking things that are not revealed to the physical senses okay so as we knew there that when he said let there be light okay you you agree with me when he said earlier let there be light and there was light what yes. happened it was it was not in the physical realm correct yes it was not in the physical realm, but in the spirit realm, there was light. Yes. So, I'm just asking, if someone wants a job, is the job actually there in the spirit realm?
5: In the spirit realm, it is there.
0: Is someone's kidneys, which are not working, there in the spirit realm? Yes. Is someone's un, a child, if someone is praying for a child, is the child there in the spirit realm?
5: Yes. It is.
0: If somebody is praying for financial blessing, is that blessing there in the spirit realm?
5: Yes. Amen.
0: If somebody is praying that there should be blessing and peace in the house, is that peace still there?
5: Yes. It is.
0: So, my point is, if God could say whatever he said, he's saying you can also say. And it will come to pass. Yes. That's why when you command the angel because the first thing in the realm of the spirit is faith. Do you all agree with me? Yes. Because you're calling the unseen into the seen. For that you need to have faith. And faith can only come through God's word. It can't come through the preacher's word. Remember this. Today if I preach this word to you and if you do not read God's word and meditate on it, I'm going to teach you something more and that's and you'll understand what I mean by that. Okay we have to be a little crazy when we operate in the spirit realm. I will say, brother, how, what do you mean crazy? Let's go, we'll understand it uh, when we go ahead, but let's get to this part at least. So things that are not revealed to the physical senses are bringing to not things that are revealed to the physical senses. So physical senses, bringing to not things that are revealed to the physical senses is what we understand. Faith is the substance of things, but as we know, you can't see faith. Do you agree? yes is faith a physical force or a spiritual force
5: a spiritual force
0: all of you agree it's a spiritual force is faith a physical force or a spiritual force so i'm saying is it the spiritual force yes absolutely thank you for answering because people who are answering will get this teaching and i promise you life will be different because now you'll realize What God has actually given me is the same word I can also speak. And when I speak that word, that manifestation will be real in my life. And that's how people will realize that how this person is blessed so much because you understood the word and applied it. That's what matters. And that's what we are going to understand here. So faith is the substance of things, but you can't see faith. Faith is a spiritual force. Now we'll go with an example. Uh, You can't see faith. What if you, you know, if I say I go on an aeroplane, okay, and we go on a trip. Now, you look at the windows and decided that we couldn't go because you do not see any lift on the wings. You can't see the, uh, you know, a plane going up. By itself, can a plane go up, sir? No. Okay, what if the plane is on the runway? Now, I'm, I may talk something foolish here. You may say, brother, what are you saying? But this, this is the example, okay? So, all of you understand. it. It's on a runway. It's running at 70 miles an hour. And on the runway, you say no, no, it's not really going. I think I should stop the engine. It's just moving, it's not going up. Would you do that? No. Okay. Because you can't see air, any air out of the window. Mm. Now that would be not the right thing to do because you can't see the lift on the wing. Okay. A lift is an unseen force produced by the unseen air flowing over the wing, over the wing. You agree? Yes. So when the airplane is going up, there's a force that is actually you know force that is there because of the unseen air flowing over the wing now you can't see the air you can you can feel it or hear it so there must not be anything uh you know because you can't feel it and because you can't see it there is no air is that what you think no absolutely right now just because you can't see air that does not mean when the when the flight is moving up the flight is not getting that lift are you getting it yeah. there is air flowing on the wings and that is moving that plane a massive plane which is so many tons of weight going up into the sky okay now god if you look at it god chose the things that you couldn't see to bring to naught the things that you could see okay in this case it is the air that goes over the wings cannot be seen but still the plane goes up now you know that there is a force called gravitational force is that clear yes you throw the ball in the air would it go up or come down
5: it will come down after you throw it up it come down
0: exactly but how does a plane just go up and doesn't come down the plane also goes up right yes okay you if people are understanding this concept i'm actually talking about faith this is faith yes. okay so so, what really happened? There's the law of trust and lift, which supersedes the law of gravity. Yes. Okay. The law of trust and lift doesn't do away with the law of gravity. The gravity is still working, but we are talking about things that are not seen and causing the things that are seen to come to naught. That is what the whole teaching is about. And an aircraft we can see, you can see the aircraft, correct? Yes. You can touch it, you can feel the aircraft, but can you touch and feel faith? No so as we understood this thing is that it is difficult be, being just an aircraft for it to fly it's impossible for it to fly but if you understand the law of drift and lift how how the air comes over the wings when it goes up and the plane just moves up okay this is how faith operates okay the faith operates is when we choose the word to leave our mouth and we know that in the realm of the spirit It is doing its work. In Isaiah 55, 10, 11, the word that leaves your mouth is the work or a creation that has moved out of your mouth. That creation will come to pass because that is God's word and that's what his word says. Okay? Now, as we understand, with this force of of law, as we understand, a plane weighs more than two tons when empty because it is the law of the lift. It can fly because of that law of lift. For years, men did not know anything about the law. But when you understand these laws and put them into motion, one law has to give way to the other. Now, things are not seen here. Things that are not seen put to not things that are seen. And airplanes normally fly like a bird and goes to 31,000 feet. You agree with me when you go up? Yes. yes. But one thing is there. The law of gravitation is still there. It doesn't change. Okay, so which we understand is you don't supersede one law with another by, you know, violating God's laws. So when we understand a spiritual law that is in force, and understand how the law operates, I only believe one thing. And some people say, brother, but how does it happen? Pray for me, brother, this is spinning, that is spinning, pray for my child, pray for my uncle, auntie, pray for this, I want you to just get to understand this. This is the very core of our very faith as Christians. God has his laws. This whole Bible is a system. If you know and understand the system and apply that system in your life, you will see the result. Amen to it. In simple line, I put it. If somebody understood it, put an amen. If you are really what I'm saying, it is a system. God's word is his will. Okay, somebody will meet you and say, some preacher may meet you and say, you know, brother, but uh, yes, uh, you know, it should be first God's will. Tell that preacher God's will is his word. If you understand the system and apply the system, you will see the result yourself. You don't need a preacher. And God cannot change. If he has spoken that word, he has to make it come to pass. Now comes in the evil one as well. Okay. And that's where, this thing sometimes you've got to understand. So we'll we'll actually go deeper and when we are understanding this. Uh, so operating according to the God's laws causes you to are able to shift things or shape things that don't seem to seem to be the unseen into a workable situation. Now we'll take one or two examples and I want to get to that. Let's take Romans 4, 16 and 17. And let's get to understand this. I hope some of you understand. If you have any questions, please, uh, you know, I just want you to get this very, very clearly. Yeah, read
5: Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though
0: they did. Amen. So, it was God and Abraham who called things that are not as though they were. Okay? God said, I have made thee a father of many nations. Now, Abraham didn't have a child and he has been called the father of many nations. Now, you and I are called the same way. He says, you are blessed. All the blessings are upon you because you have accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. The spirit of any curse of poverty is taken away and you have the blessings upon you. Now, how do you inherited these blessings? <clears throat> you inherited it because we are. the Holy Spirit says that we are considered sons and daughters of God. And we are seated at the right hand with Christ. So we are called a royal priesthood. We sing that him, right, Sabev? Yes. We are a holy, uh, holy you know nation, a royal, royal priesthood. priesthood a holy okay, so we are yeah, a holy nation. So that's what God calls us. And we are called out of darkness into the wonderful light which God tells us. Now, Abraham, if you are Abraham and you're 90 years, just let's think, if you're 100 years and you're told you're going to be father of the nation, how would you understand this? It is real, okay? Abraham was spoken to by God and he's saying, you're the father of the nations. I'm putting this up to all of us. If we were Abraham and God says, you're going to be father of the nations, as many as the stars in the sky, that many number of descendants you will have. And every, all of your descendants will be blessed. Now tell me one thing could Abraham believe this in spirit or believe this in the physical and understand? Would his prayer get answered if he started looking at the stars and said, Look at my age, I'm hundred. Yes. I'm completely finished. There's absolutely no chance of me in the physical realm for me to be a father, father also. But Father, God is telling him, You're going to be the father. the nations of many nations not one nation many nations now how do you see this now many times we are like this situation and we are told that something has to come to life is it possible in the physical realm or in the spirit realm
5: in the spirit realm
0: how do you all believe do you agree with me okay So this is the way you begin to change the scene and shape the unseen. Abraham called things which were not manifest in the natural realm as though they were already there. Abraham was a man who against hope believed in hope that he might be the father of many nations according to which was spoken. Remember, he was 99 years old then and his wife was 90, but he was not weak in faith. He would not consider anything that contradicted what God had spoken. Now, in our situation, the word of God says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17, that the things that we did last time, the things that are seen are temporary. The things that are unseen are eternal. And we learned last time that if the doctor says you have a very bad health report, your kidneys have failed. Okay, can you go into the storehouse? If you truly believe the word today and you make this prayer and say, Father God, I believe your word. And I command the angels or the ministering ministering spirit to go forth and get new kidneys, new pancreas, new heart, new mind. If, If your spouse has been drinking and his entire liver has failed, new liver, new organs, every organ that you have is there in the spirit realm. Every part of your body is there in the storehouse. Everything that you need in this life is in the unseen remember it is unseen not not existing are you getting me the unseen all into the scene so when you pray and understand this when you command the angels and say protect my house protect my children no evil can ever come next to your children to your house to the place you work the car you drive Wherever you go, because you have commanded the angels to do their job. Now, people who believe the unseen realm are the ones who have faith. Are you getting me? Yes. So some people may have not have a job. They say, angels, go in the name of Jesus. I command you to go and get the job. And this is my vision. Take it to God. And that prayer is answered. I know I've got the job. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the job. Every day you say this, you will get your prayer answered. Okay, the Lord is taking me to one scripture. I'm taking you there. Joshua 1 chapter 8. Okay, now this is going to be a little silly for all of us, but let's do it. Okay, this is going to be how we are going to make prayers from today. Take me Joshua chapter 1 verse 8.
5: This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you
0: will have good success. So again in this word it says as you confess what God said about your situation, you will make your, pros- your way prosperous and do wisely in all your affairs of life. Okay. How do you make your way prosperous? Using what? The word of God. The words of God that leave your mouth. Now I want to ask you one question. Now brother Vivek will say brother how are you teaching like this? And I, I know people may say something but I am going to teach any which way because that's the way I teach, okay? And that's the way God wants me to teach. What is the meaning of the word meditate? Come on, put it down. I want all of you to write, what do you mean by meditate? What do you think meditate means? Okay, just just put down anything. Nothing's right or wrong, but you have to write something. Savi, what is meditate?
5: To reflect on what God is telling you in the scripture.
0: Hmm? Okay. Anyone else? I'm looking for one word actually. All of you are not wrong. Everyone is right. Everyone is right in what you're writing. Okay, thanks, Etal. Absolutely, it's almost clear. Yes, yes, absolutely right. Many or Everyone is right in the way they're looking at. But I'm going to teach you a new prayer today. Yes, waiting upon the Lord. Okay, meditate. Okay, that's good. Everything is right. Nothing is wrong. But I'm just looking for something if someone has got that, something I'm looking for. Nasia, thank you. Contemplate. It's also visualizing that word Mm -hmm. day and night. Okay, that's right. Good, thank you. People who are not written, also write something. Just write. If you are part of this session and if you are come for one hour listening to this word, why don't you at least write something and say, at least let me also be part of this? I hope you are come to learn something rather than say, brother, pray for me. Okay, good. Okay, whatever you write, write something and that's important. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And for someone who is not written also, I would like you to write something. What do you mean by the word meditate? Reflectos is right, absolutely right. There's nothing wrong in whatever you are written. Okay. absolutely absolutely thank you jesus why i'm waiting for you all to write something because that something will at least we start from somewhere amen okay thank you thank you jesus great absolutely i'm so so pleased that everybody wrote something if there's someone who has not written something, you can also write. I'll give you also a chance to write something. Whatever, you, the, whatever the Lord wants to say, The word, just one word. What do you mean by meditate? Just what's the word meditate to you? What does it mean to you? And all that you've written, everyone has written is right. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Okay, let's get now. Let's get to understanding this. Now, I'm using the word. Exactly. Many of you said reflect. Uh, Many of you said, yeah, thanks. Uh, But meditate, if you go deeper, now this may not make sense, but I would say this is the way we should pray. Okay? Because I've seen this kind of prayer is being answered. Now, meditate is interesting Meditate to me means to mutter. Okay, To mutter means to speak to oneself. Are you getting me? To speak to oneself. He say, brother, but what do you mean by that? When I meditate on that word, what do you mean by speak to oneself? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When I speak that word to myself, what happens? So I'm just going to say one thing. When I say there will be a powerful anointing of the Holy Ghost, there will be a powerful anointing of the Holy Spirit that will come. At the end of this prayer meeting, we will see the glory of God. What have I done? I have spoken. Yes. I will yes. say to the people who want to receive, come like children and you will receive. Yes. What you will say. You will say, Yes, Lord, I will receive, I will receive, yes. I will receive, I will have the power yes. of God it will flow in me. Yes. What is happening to your faith now? You tell me.
5: It's building up an expectation.
0: There's an expectation coming in place. I'm teaching you the spiritual law and how it works. I hope all of you all are being blessed. Okay. In the simplest language, I'm teaching it so a child also can understand this. When you mutter to yourself, you know, <clears throat> once I used to teach, some of you who had been in Nastily and I teaching, when we understood the law of the mind, we said there are 90,000 thoughts that come. Correct, Savi? If you are there yes. for that teacher. Yes. From that 90,000, almost 90% of them are negative. Okay? Yes. That many thoughts. It varies from 70,000 to 90,000. This is what people say. And most of it are negative thoughts that come. Okay? And yes. the only way you can break a thought pattern is what? By what? By another thought? By speaking. By speaking. Correct. And, and we have this uh, practical example, right? Okay. Say, Savio, if you speak 1 to 10, okay, if if I you start speaking 1 to 10 in your mind, correct? Keep going. Yes. Keep yes. going, 1 to 100. Just don't speak it. Okay. And now if I tell you, say, Alleluia. Say, Alleluia loudly, Savio. Allel- Alleluia. 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 Hallelujah.
5: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know where your pattern is now? How much way is the mind? What's the thinking? What happened to the one to ten? Where no. it is? Can you remember? No. I just want to teach you this. This is a spiritual law that we have to understand. The devil is too smart for us not to learn this. Meditate means to mutter. Now, when I speak to my life, I want someone else also to, if you want to participate, may your life be blessed if anyone wants. If you can say, my life is a blessing. If you say, I'm blessed. Is the the word of God say you are blessed? Yes. You are a blessing? Okay. Anywhere in the Bible, are you a blessing? Because God made you a blessing. Has he blessed you more than what you can even ask or imagine? Ephesians 3.20? Yes. Can I say, the Lord, my life is a blessing? Can I say, God's eternal hand of favor is upon my life? God's eternal hand of favor is upon my life. Can I mutter that to myself every day? Muttering, yes. can I say, God, you have blessed me. If you have blessed me with so much that things chase me, success chases me. Does it say that that blessings yes. will chase you in Deuteronomy 28? Yes. yes. One. Does he say that, Lord, you have plans for prosperity? Only prosperity comes in my life. Yes. Or can you say that my bank balance are overflowing? Yes. Because I know, Lord, I have sowed that your word says, test me, Lord, and my bank balances are overflowing. Because you said you open the windows of heaven and pour such a big blessing upon me that my hands cannot contain. Yes. Can I mutter all this? Can you say that my children are blessed? All good things are happening in their life. They are studying well. They have got all the mind of Christ. Everything is working well. All situations are turning for my good. What people think are bad, in fact, that becomes the biggest blessing in my life. Only blessings are chasing me. All good things are happening. My health is perfect. My relationships are good. I can see all the stagnant doors opening. I can see all the the things that are not seen because of the scales of my eyes are removed. And now I can see the angels working for me. The spirit realm is so real. The power is so real. Everything is blessing. Are you understanding what I'm doing here? Is your faith changing? I'm asking all of you. By me speaking this, is that there's some change in your faith? My point is, if you start muttering this to yourself daily, continuously and say, Lord, I'm a blessing. Your favor, a hand of eternal favor is upon me. What do you mean by God's favor? It means every time you do something, good only happens in that situation. For the world, something else happens, but for you, only a blessing comes. When you start muttering this all the time, Every time you tell yourself, I'm a blessing, I'm blessed, eternal favor. Someone meets you on the road and say, how are you? Are a wonderful? God has blessed me so mightily. Everything good is happening in my life. Wow, I'm so blessed. I'm so, you know, this is your answer. Instead of someone meeting you on the road, say, Savio, how are you? I said, what to tell you, man? I can't tell you. I understand. And you start all your litany of all your sorrows. Are you getting it? Yes. If you start saying that I'm blessed, my children are blessed, my wife is blessed, our marriage is blessed, everything in our house is blessed, there is food on our table, there, is, there are funds in our bank, my job is blessed, my work is blessed, situations are turning for my good, all stagnations are destroyed in the name of Jesus, everything is opening, my bank balances are flooded, I have no loans, I'm debt free, everything is moving, my, my my spouse and I are happily married, we're intimately in love because of Jesus, everything is beautiful, my children love me, now, are you understanding I'm taking a childlike faith and speaking and speaking and muttering and muttering and muttering? Can I do that? Yes. That's the word of God that says you are a blessing. And I choose to be a blessing. And I choose to mutter. Whatever people meet me and they tell you, how are you? Suppose Veera, someone meets you and say, how are you? What you got to say is I'm truly blessed. I'm blessed. I'm a blessing. Oh, I can't tell you how wonderfully the Lord has blessed me. I've got so much I can't even tell you. My hands have got so much that I only have to give. Now, you have activated another REM by creating the spirit which is moving out of your mouth. The word on your mouth is the Holy Spirit that leaves your tongue and everything you're manifesting is seeds. Are you getting me this? Are all of you getting me? Yes. Are you manifesting our seeds that are fertile? Because that's God's word. It's in fertile ground. And the moment you keep manifesting, you're watering those seeds continuously, 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 continuously. Tell me what fruit will come when you water them. Good fruit. But you know what? You need to start speaking. Oh. This. So when people start meeting you now after the prayer meeting, how's your health? Instead of saying, you no, know, what to tell you, it's, you know, and starting your goals. Tell them, I'm blessed. My health is perfect. God has healed me. Do you know that? I'm healed by the stripes and wounds of Jesus. Someone may tell you what person, this fully mad person. They may call you mad. It doesn't matter. What matters to you is God's word is real. What matters to you is, you know, when you release that word from your mouth, you have planted one seed and that seed is like a coconut tree. The fruit of that seed also will multiply. Are you all getting me? Yes. And what God is saying, you shall meditate on it day and night. What does the Lord say in this? The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. So, is the word important here for all of us to understand? Yes okay so if you mutter in the life my children are blessed they're always doing well they're studying well all good things are happening every time they write the exam they get a plus all good things happening oh you're doing well the, your children ask you how are you dad how are you mom you say wonderful jesus is so wonderful you know, you know your life is blessed the eternal favor of god is upon your life you know god's favor you know what's the meaning of favor do you know grace of god means an unmerited favor of god is upon our life do you know what it means It means that every situation of God will turn that situation to our good. Now, someone may say, brother, but you are teaching like this to be prosperous. The word of God says, I'm going to speak what God's word says, not what people say. If you come here to understand and you come here every Friday, I challenge you in the name of Jesus. I promise you God's word will apply in your life because I'll teach you the foolish ways which the Holy Spirit teaches me. You know, people will say, no, you make lengthy prayers with the scripture. God says, take that word and mutter it all the time. Keep on speaking it, speaking it, speaking it, speaking it, speaking it, till someone says it becomes flesh and becomes part of you. You know, when we were teaching on one topic and you know, Savio, you remember the Jesus take all of me and give me all of you. Yes. All of you, some of you remember this when I taught on that topic. It is there in one of our teachings, you know, it's on, I think on prayer. Jesus take all of me and give me all of you. or Jesus, locate me in your mercy. Do we have this in our prayer which I taught, you know, Yes, you could take that word continuously and speak it. Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. After some point of time, once you do it more than hundred times, in your mind also it is the same. Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. Jesus, take all of me. It continuously, you know, it continuously happens. Continuously repeats, 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 repeats. Do you know what happens every time you start speaking it? You are planting a seed. Every time you speak it, you plant a seed. But tonight, I want to share. Stop speaking about your children and say, no, you're not good. What? Speak God's grace upon your children. Speak God's mercy upon your children. Even if your children have done the wrong and the worst thing in their life, even the prodigal son turned around and God blessed him. Okay? So who are we to complain? My point is, can we mutter? Can all of us mutter? Mr. brother Vivek is teaching something very different. He's saying to mutter open the mouth and speak blessings over your life why to be in those negative thoughts that keep coming you read the newspaper negative you read the news negative see the tv negative see some social media negative but god's word is the positive word take it and keep on planting it can we all do this yes i'm saying this is a simple press that we make and i'll tell you it is not to be done once you can't say i'm blessed and say brother i said it huh? once i told ram blessed And all the other times you say, I'm not blessed. Keep speaking blessing over your life. Take that word and keep blessing it. Because somewhere in the Bible, there is one word called blessing. You may not know the scripture. Okay, you may not know Ephesians 3.20. You know something from the I confess boldly. Take one word of that and keep speaking it. I tell you one thing, over the next one month, you'll start seeing changes in your business, in your work life, in your marriage. You'll see intimacy, which was never there. In your children, you will see that hand of favor. The child that was very, very hurting towards you, very abusive, very revengeful, a child who never wanted to talk to you will be a loving child. Relationships change with the spoken word. Savio? Yes. Amen. Amen. Why a very simple thing, taking the word and meditating on it. And that's why this word from Joshua 1.8 is so important. It says, the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it. It doesn't say on it. It says in it. Can you see that, all of you? Yes. Yes. It doesn't say meditate on it. It says meditate in it. It means you are in that word, day and night. It is inside your system. I remember when we had prayed this prayer and some people said, brother, we want that same anointing of the Holy Spirit. I said, Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. Just say this. And continuously they kept saying this and the anointing was so powerful all over their life. It would change the way they were actually, you know, uh, operating. Let's go ahead to understand this. I hope you got this. Okay, so meditate means to, matter, to speak to yourself. Keep speaking to yourself and telling you're blessed. If the work is difficult, say it's so easy, so beautiful. God has given me so much of blessing. Clients are coming to chase me. So much of clients are coming. So much of business coming my way. My targets, my sales targets are met. My business targets are met. My, you know, everything is working out. All all the bills have been paid. The Lord has provided. So wonderful. Start saying this. Start speaking this. Okay. I know I may teach somewhere differently. But I tell you one thing. When you are humble enough to do what I tell you. And pray the way I tell you. The manifestation will be beautiful in your life. You will start seeing things suddenly fall in place. And suddenly everything will start working for you. Because you are not falling for the devil who gives you those negative thinking and you speak based on what you see. You're just speaking, 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 speaking. You're not speaking, looking at the eyes or the senses. You're just speaking in the spirit realm. Amen? Yes. I Amen. hope you are being blessed by these kind of teachings. I hope this really helps your lives. You know, this is something simple that the Holy Spirit taught me. And today I'm giving it as a raw as I got it. Okay? So. As you confess what God said about your situation, you will make your way prosperous and do wisely in all affairs of life. What was going to make Joshua's ways prosperous? Who was going to make Joshua's ways prosperous? Was it God going to make it? Joshua. Anyone of you? Who was going to make Joshua's way prosperous? Anyone? Absolutely joshua himself had to make his way prosperous so god can't be prosperity in your life god has given you a mouth and god has said i made you in my image and likeness if you speak that word you will see the manifestation god's word is a system if you understand the system and speak as i told you keep speaking like this i am blessed good things are coming my way targets are achieved so many things happening Everything good is happening in my life. Unexpected blessings coming in my life. So many blessings my hands cannot contain. Wow, so much I'm receiving. I'm so some may call you mad when you're doing it. Doesn't matter. That's your faith. That's the childlike faith that God wants. In the realm of the spirit, you need to be that way. For the world, you may be crazy, but for God, He sees that foolishness for the world becomes the strength of God to manifest those things. Amen to this. So let's understand how can Joshua make his ways prosperous? By shaping the unseen with the words of his mouth. Have you got this? He has used the word of the mouth, of his mouth to shape the unseen and that's how he changes. Now, if we know in 1 Samuel chapter 17, David's sword was in his mouth. Okay. David is fighting Goliath. Okay. The giant sent by the Philistines to defeat the men of Israel. David walked out there where the battle was supposed to be, but no one was fighting. They were all afraid. Were they all afraid of the giant? The Philistine? Yes. or the giant? Yes. yes. He said, is there not a cause? This was not a man of war. He was a shepherd boy. Remember, he was not a trained person. Was he a trained person? He was a shepherd boy. No. Okay. Shepherd. But he had learned to change the scene and shape the unseen. Today, we are learning to do something which people do not know how to do by simple acts how we do it. Our sword is what? The word of God. The word. The word that leaves our mouth is the sword. Okay? I pray that all mothers here on their group, especially the parents, start speaking good things about their children. My child loves me. My child is a blessing. He will do well in life. All good things will happen in that life of my child. There'll be so much good things happening. I tell you, things will start happening. Stop saying that my child is useless. Nothing good can happen for my child. Bad things will happen. Do not do this. This is not from God. It's from the devil. If the devil talks to you and tells you poverty is there in our life, God wants you to be poor so that in that he'll bless you. No, that's not God. It's the devil. Jesus took the curse of poverty And I'm telling you this. He took the curse of poverty and given us the inheritance of blessings over our life. Now, the point is, how do we get our blessings? We have to get it. God has given it to us, but we have to get it. Is that clear? It won't fall in our lap. We have to use the mouth and make that blessing happen in our life. Okay. When he saw the giant, he said, I'll go fight him. That's what David said. I'll go fight him. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who does he think he is to defy the armies of the living God? Who is he to defy the armies of the living God? This is what David said. Are you getting
8: me? Who is
0: that giant trying to defy the armies of the living God? Because he knew who was in him. And that's who we are. The armies of the living God are in us. They are waiting for us and for our command. You know, one angel is enough. To protect us all our life. God says you have legions that are waiting. Legions mean 6,000 angels. One angel is a warrior. Who can fight the devil and get rid of them. All the time. We have got legions of angels. At our disposal as believers. I hope you are getting. How powerful you and I are. In the realm of the spirit. Which the devil does not want you and me to know. Are you getting this? Yes. If we speak over our lives, we will see unexpected blessings come our way. Keep muttering all this every day. Say, "I'm blessed." You when you're cooking, you say, "I'm blessed." Blessings are overtaking me. Wonderful things are happening in my life. Great things are happening. My husband is blessed. He has got everything that he needs in his life. My wife is blessed. She has everything she needs in her life. Someone who's getting jobs. Oh, jobs after jobs are chasing us down. They are chasing us. We have so much. We have a choice of offers that are coming to us. These are this little nothings that you speak, but you know that they're actually God's word because God's word says, I have provided you all your needs according to riches in Christ. That's what Philippians 4.19 says. You're taking that and actually speaking it in your life. You just speak it continuously. That is meditation. If you say I'm blessed all the time, unexpected blessings are coming my way. Truly unexpected blessings will come your way. Truly your bank balances will be full. Truly you'll see intimacy in your marriage. Truly, you'll see your children starting to love you so much. You'll say, wow, how this is all happening. This is happening because you chose to take that word and meditate. Mutter that word all the time. Okay, when when David walked out of the battle and he said very clearly, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who does he think he is to defy the armies of the living God? What the other thing must have thought? Was he looking in the realm of the physical realm or the spiritual realm? Tell me. In
5: the spiritual realm.
0: Okay. Five times before David did anything, he said what he was going to do to the giant. Correct? Yes. Yes. Five times before David did anything, he said what he was going to do to the giant. Okay. He just filled himself with God's word until he couldn't see anything but success. My point is, at one point of time, when you fill yourself so much to the brim, to the it crosses you with God's word what happens that word becomes powerful in your life so much that it controls your soul and your body do you know that yes you know we have a teaching of spirit soul and body when the word is when you have that word so much in your spirit then it controls your entire mind it controls your body you know if you look at something and you know it's not from God you say straight away it comes it's not from God you just switch it off Earlier, you switch. You said, "Look one more. Look one more time." You're getting me, but now yes. because God's word is there, you just out. It doesn't matter. This is God's body. This is His word. David had filled himself so much with God's word that all he could see was success, nothing else. He could only saw that he, he could see even at the start that he's already won. Okay, he couldn't see anything but success. To David, that giant was defeat going somewhere to happen. Because he was defying the armies of the living God. He said, this man is going against the armies of the living God. How can he win? There's no chance. He's lost straight away. He knew very clearly at the start itself. Aren't we all so confident? Sometimes in life, you know something, you know that it's going to happen. You know that you're going to be blessed. I'm blessed. You know, even you're writing an exam, you're going to get a first class or a distinction. You just know it. When you give that exam, you got it. You got that confidence. You got, okay, when you walk in that confidence, can you think of failure? No. Even if the thought comes next to you, that thought has no value because you have filled yourself so much with that very confidence through His word that there's no chance, there's no chance of that failure coming near you. So when to David, the giant was defeat going somewhere to happen because he was defying the armies of the living God. He said, this man is going against the armies of the living God. No way. He's won- he's lost. I'm one. He was basically doing only one thing. He was shaping the unseen. Are you getting me? Yes. What was David doing? He was shaping the unseen. He could have said to himself, as big as the guy is, just one switch from him or one sword and I could be cut into two. But David didn't get the what ifs. Many times we say... You know, God, I want to do this but in your prayer. Have you ever used the but? Yes. Jesus, you're most powerful. You're the most precious. You're the most I'm blessed to be everything in your life. You know, but now what happens before all that you made? What happens with the but? I want to ask you.
5: No value.
0: The first part of the prayer is already nullified with your but. Second way of praying, you know, God, I'm doing all this. I know, Lord, you're mighty, you're powerful. There's such wonderful things. But what if God, uh, but what if, what happens to that prayer? Nullified. Are you using the what ifs or buts in our prayer? Just check. God, you're wonderful, but God, you're very powerful. But what if the devil comes? What if he comes next to me? What if, God, just check your prayer pattern. Check the prayer pattern. Is there a lot of buts in it? Is there a lot of what ifs in it? If there are ifs and buts in the prayer, that prayer has no power. Because you have made a big prayer, at the end you put a but. What happens to the first part of your prayer? Are you getting me? Yes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But you have to remember one thing. You have to fill yourself so much with God's word that even if the Goliath had to come in your life, you say, oh, who is he fighting the armies of God? Okay. What was David doing? You are shaping the unseen. So he only spoke what was in agreement with God's word. You don't have to speak anything. Let that word anything come in, but you speak only what is in agreement with what was God's word. And the only word that he had in the mouth was the two-edged sword of God's word. Only that word was in David's mouth and only that word should be in your mouth and my mouth. What God's word says is important. If doctor tells somebody you're going to die of this particular disease, he says, doctor said it. My question is, you have learned in that first part, 2 Corinthians 4.17 saying, the things that are eternal, which are not seen are eternal but the things that are seen are temporal and you can change the temporal things with God's words, which are eternal. Have you all learned this? Yes. So it means that doctors report, though it is saying wrong, you could speak God's word over that situation and say and rebuke and curse that disease and say by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, are healed. I'm telling you, the healing will be complete. Continuously keep saying that, continuously keep saying it. And I'll tell you, the healing will be complete. Just before I close, I just want to share this again, another powerful testimony. There's one book I read, okay, Smith Begins' Birth. He's a very powerful preacher of his time. And and, and this really touched me when I was reading this testimony. One day he goes for a funeral and he goes straight and says, where is the corpse? So the people say, oh, that's there, that's it. You know what he does? He says, remove this corpse from that coffin. And he puts the corpse on the wall and he says, in the name of Jesus, I command you to wake up. Okay. And the body, he just does that and the body falls down because obviously it's a corpse. Again, he picks up the body, nails it there in front of his hands and says, in the mighty name of Jesus, wake up! Again, the body falls down. And and he puts it again up and says, in the mighty name of Jesus, I command you, get up, wake up. He does this and that person wakes up. Okay. My question is, if that name Jesus is so powerful that even the dead can rise up, does the God say, do we have an I confess this, the spirit of the resurrection? Okay, that spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. Do we confess this? Yes. Do you know that you and I have the resurrection power in us? The power that raised Jesus from the dead. Every dead situation can come to life. Yes. Do you know that God says in Matthew 10 verse 8, what does he say? Preach the gospel, raise the dead. Does he say that? Yes. Heal the sick. We say that in our rosary as well. It's part of our scripture. Okay, which is part of one of the decades. I'm saying, you know, heal the sick, raise the dead. Okay. We are called to do things and God says you'll do greater things than what I do. That's what Jesus said. My point is, are we going to have radical faith? or Are we going to live on what the people tell us? Stop living and understanding the word the way it is and start applying it and speak these little meditations just like how David spoke. And he said he only spoke what was in agreement with god's word and he shaped the unseen when you speak the word of god over a situation to so many times that situation changes in your favor have you understood this is a spiritual law yes i hope all of you are being blessed by these powerful teachings that you know you can do this over your children and see manifestation Now, I don't have a prayer for tonight, but today we're going to have a prayer, which is Matthew 18, 19. The Lord said, whatever is their heart's desire, I will answer it. Today, the Holy Spirit says, put up your desires and we are going to make a prayer of agreement. Amen. So we're going to shape the unseen in our lives and see that it works to pass. Okay. So what are your requests? Can you put up there the request? I'll give you around three or four minutes max and we can. Whatever you are praying for will be answered. Now you have to believe that. You believe you get it. Okay. But we pray in a special way. Okay. You put up your requests and we will agree in faith and pray this prayer. I remember our prayer has always got answered. Okay. I pray, Lord, in a special way for people who are looking for jobs, people whose finances need to be blessed, people who have got a lot of loans. For a financial breakthrough, yes. We pray for people who want peace and happiness in families. For couples who are having problems in their marriage, that intimacy comes back in their marriage. For parents and children who have become where the children are rebellious to the parents, we pray for love to return back in the family and peace to return in the family. Someone praying for visa to be issued, Lord, we pray for the visa to be issued. We pray for Uh, absolutely financial freedom yes we pray for the freedom from loan children to draw closer to god someone with who's stuck up in a country to go back home someone who's praying for a child to be conceived with a child we pray for for the people uh, for good health of every member of the prayer group and the families we also pray for the spouses of the people who are here so that they also join the prayer group if if we can encourage our spouses to join this prayer group, imagine what a blessing for them. You have blessed their life by giving them only to click a link. It's not so hard. You take their phone and click a link and you get them in and say, just be a part of this prayer group. We pray for good physical and mental health for all the people across families. We pray for for people who are looking for partners for their children, for, for all the members of the group. Uh, we pray for all kinds of prosperity. Amen, Jenny. All kinds of prosperity. If you're truly blessed by this prayer group, gift it to your husband or your wife. Do not allow Satan to control them. Just bring them in this prayer group. If you can't do it in love, just say, you have to join it. For me, for my sake, do this. Get to the group. Get all your husbands. Click on their phone. Take their phone and click that link and get them in. So let them be part of this. Sometimes you can't do it in love. You have to just get them in. That's the only way to come in. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, let's close eyes and agree in faith, okay? Now, there may be something you may not want to disclose here. I even lift up those prayers that are not even told, okay? I pray that every prayer that we are making now is an answered prayer, okay? So let's close eyes and at this time, this entire prayer is an answered prayer. How many of you believe at the start, okay? Remember, we always herald things before things happen. How many of you believe that my prayer that I'm making now is an answered prayer? How many of you believe Amen, amen, Amen. come on. Yes, how many of you believe? Because only if you believe, we have learned this today, that unless you herald it, David said it five times to Goliath that I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you or destroy you. And he made and shaped the unseen into the seen because he spoke those words continuously. I believe, I believe, I believe. Okay, I believe. Continuously spoke. So then he shaped the unseen into the seen. So yes, how many of you believe that whatever you are asking in, in this agreement, we are praying as a family now, it's not the preacher here. It's just all of us together playing Matthew 18, 19 that this prayer is an answer prayer. Okay. Again, I said, it's not the preacher. It's all of us as a family going up to God and he takes up the prayers. But the first thing he says, you have to believe that I exist in, in Hebrews 11, 6. So any one of us having pride and ego, the first thing I would say in our ministry or in our homes, we need to destroy that because that is where the devil's stronghold is. Okay. We pray in a special way there. Father God, we come in agreement with each and every one of us. Your word says in Matthew 18, 19, where two or more of us agree on anything on this earth, it will be done by my Father in heaven. That's what Jesus said. Yes, Lord, your Son says that. And in Jesus' name, Father, we pray that whatever the intentions, we agree in one spirit right now for all that we have prayed for all that we have prayed for, all the intentions that have been raised at your altar of grace, Lord. At thy table of grace, all the intentions that have released, we pray for all these intentions to manifest, Lord. In, in the main way, in the finances, in relationships, in health, to get children, to get partners, get jobs, all bills to be paid, businesses on this prayer group to prosper, mightily. Children and parents to have a wonderful relationships. Children that have gone astray from the parents by doing something wrong to again fall in love with Christ and have Christ as the good shepherd of their life. Things that have gone wrong in families where the spouse has become a betrayer, going after another person outside the marriage. We bless that marriage to come back so that the intimacy and love falls back in place for all these couples that are secretly moving out of marriage and having adulterous relationships outside of marriage, we ask, we, we break that demonic force in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we ask for your, your love to come where you are the center of the marriage. Lord, we also ask for all these favors that people have, Lord, whatever their heart's desire today, Lord, granted today. Whatever their heart's desire, they come week after week, Lord. It is your people, Lord. Your word says, in 2 Chronicles 7.14 if my people yes Lord my people we are your people Lord. if they repent if they repent and we repent for all known sins and unknown sins and if we forgive yes we forgive Lord we forgive all enemies we bless them then you will hear our prayer Lord, and heal our land for all the people praying for healing for all kinds of sickness Pray by the stripes and wounds of Jesus completely eat. because every kind of bad habits in people that they are going through. People who are stuck in a foreign country, in jails, in prisons, we ask a release in the name of Jesus. People who are stagnating in their careers, we ask fresh and upon their jobs people who are not moving anywhere in their careers neither front or back but they are in the same position for the last number of years we pray for a lift in their position lord we release your power of lifting them up so that they get more promotion people searching for jobs we pray that they already got their jobs lord we pray for everywhere there's stagnation in business where there are losses we ask for those losses we destroy the demon of losses and we replace it with God's grace and abundance in those businesses. We ask for God's mercy and favor upon our lives, Lord. We ask for our prayer lives to be changed for financial blessings, but we ask more for spiritual blessings, Lord, because these are all the needs of our life, but we require you in our life first, Lord. Without you, we can't get all these other things, because those are only added unto us, but first we pray for Jesus in our life. That means Jesus. Let that name, Jesus, come upon us right now. Let the mighty and mighty and the holy Ghost come upon us and fill us and fill us with your love, Lord. Jesus, we pray, Father, that what we have asked in the name of Jesus, the word says, ask the Father in my name. And may two or three of us agree in one spirit that prayer is an answered prayer this prayer is an answered prayer for all those who believe they have received because your word says in Matthew 11 24 when you stand to pray believe that you have received and shall be yours it doesn't say it may be it shall be yours because we choose to forgive the people that hurt us and we forgive everyone that has hurt us bless them Thank and praise you, Lord, for all the people who will be listening to this in the recordings. Even they can pray and hear this and put their petitions, even their petitions will be answered. When they even listen to this recording and make the prayer, you will hear their petition and answer their prayers. I pray in a special way, Lord, for the people who want to read the word. Let them know you, Lord. There's something beautiful like having the rich word of God, which is the sword of the spirit inside us. It's a joy to have the Spirit of God live in us and teach us. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That is the kingdom of God. And that is what you want us to have. Lord. You want us to experience that joy, that love, that only you can give. Let us have that by reading the Word of God daily. Let us not choose anything else over the Word of God. This indeed is so beautiful. Thank and praise you, Lord, that everyone one of this praying family is blessed. We ask for the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon every praying session, the morning encounter. Let the anointing be strong. The evening rosary and the entire prayers in the evening, the divine mercy and the entire reflections and everything. Let people start putting testimony after testimony on the prayer group and let them remember, Lord, In Revelation 12, 11, you said, they overcame Satan by the blood of the lamb and by their word of their testimony. It is the testimony that saved the people because they spoke. Let us be those kind of people that you want us to be. They didn't scare themselves even up to death, but they spoke what God did for them. Let us learn to speak what God has done for us, not worrying about what people say, but we care only the living God in our life. We thank and praise you, Lord, for all the petitions that we have put forward right now today. That every prayer that is made, every petition that is put from the heart, every petition, I pray, Lord, sorry, is an answered prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. I hope you all loved it. Uh, please share this wonderful teaching with others so that they are blessed and we'll have the series going on and we'll have something more powerful next week. So good night and God bless. And thank you, Savior. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Thanks everyone. Vivek. Thank you.